0: Welcome to the Faith of Our Farmers podcast, the podcast devoted to the faith side of agriculture. Each week, myself, Frank Hartley, along with my co-host, Chris Elliott, dive into how our faith plays out for those of us each day that are involved in agriculture. Some weeks, we have guests that'll share their testimonies. Other weeks, we introduce you to ministries that use agriculture to share God's love. And sometimes we'll talk about biblical subjects that tie into our daily work in agriculture. Let's see where God's going to take us to this week. Hold on, let's go. Good
1: evening,
0: Chris Elliott.
1: Well, good evening, Frank. Or maybe I should say uh, Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. That's for sure. Wow.
1: And this would be um, Christmas Eve Eve.
0: Christmas Eve Eve. Yes. It's hard to believe <laughs> it's Christmas time already. That is for sure. Yeah. That is for sure. So. And well,
1: it's only 366 days till the next Christmas. Till the
0: next Christmas starts again.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh my.
0: So, well, um everybody we just wanted to come come here to the, uh, today and and record a podcast. We know it has been a while and um we are still here. We're still around. Uh, there's been well, a lot of few changes and a few exciting things going on in our lives, but
1: a lot of things going on. A lot of
0: things have been going on, that's for sure. And so um What what I have found is in following different people that do ag, particularly ag farmer podcast, is a lot of them shut down during the harvest season and stuff because they're busy and they need to focus on that. And so then later in the fall towards winter, they get geared back up and start recording again. So. Chris and I wanted to just come back on and tell you that, yes, we're going to keep doing the podcast. Yes, we have some neat things coming forward, and um, we're glad to get back together. But today, we just want to come together and, and say thank you. Thank you for your support of listening to our podcast. Thank you for your support of our Facebook page and, and following that. I continue to get more every day. There's one or two more likes on there, and it keeps adding up. And um, we just want to kind of reminisce around Christmas and the meaning of it and what it means to us and um, kind of throw something out there for you.
1: Yeah, well, also, along with that, thank you. I just want to say how I appreciate different people who have contacted me or Frank just with some positive feedback and just that, you know, we really appreciate what you're doing. And sometimes they have some ideas of maybe people to talk to or maybe we ought to do this or that or you know, something a little different. But but just the general concept of knowing that people are listening and appreciating it really does warm our hearts and encourage us to keep going.
0: Very much so. Very much so. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, well, you know, being Christmas time, I was just kind of wanting to talk a little bit today briefly about Christmas on the farm. And – that's always kind of challenging because everybody else you know they take a christmas holiday well not everybody does because sheets is open and you know all the <laughs> convenience stores and a lot of grocery stores are open and yep. you know places like that but you know a lot of people just, you know at christmas comes they shut down and and that's great i'm not finding any fault or disappointment with the fact that other people get that day off mm-hmm. and that we don't on the farm but, you know, that's even when I was growing up, you know, we were always challenged with that just because, you know, we were on a dairy farm. And my my grandfather, who was my father's father, was not a farmer. Uh, he was, there was kind of a skip generation there and he'd worked in industry. But when he retired from the industry, he helped on the farm every day. He didn't do the milking, but he'd help with cleaning the stable and bedding the cows and you know, that sort of thing. And this is a really big help to my dad for many, many years until he was well into his eighties. But um, Christmas came, of course, we had to do the milking. And so before we could get into the the living room to get under the tree and get the presents out that had magically appeared overnight while we were sleeping, we had to wait until my dad and my grandfather got in from the barn. And of course that was an incentive for us to get out there and, keep things moving and make sure they got back in in good time but it was always just a, a pretty special time and just part of that family tradition that we would always wait until then to, to make sure that everybody was there and together my grandmother she would also come then at that time and then after we were done opening up all the, the presents then we would sit down and eat breakfast and we always had oatmeal and most of my siblings really didn't like oatmeal, yeah. <laughs> but it's but it was it became the tradition, and they actually asked to have oatmeal on Christmas day okay. just because it became a tradition uh-huh, okay. it's kind of interesting how some of those things come around like that <laughs> it, <laughs> it,
0: it, it is and Chris and I do have to laugh a little bit because our spouses. Uh, as mes- most of you have realized by now, we are married to sisters, and oatmeal is a daily part of their meal,
1: <laughs> seven oh, yeah. days a week. So, um, and I'm okay with that. I actually like oatmeal uh, a lot. Uh-huh, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More than you do, Frank. <laughs> yeah, more than I do, maybe. I
0: like it once in a while, but yeah, it's just kind of the running <laughs> running joke. My grand- And that, that has been passed on to the next generations because now my grandsons. Uh, when they show up on the farm, you know, whatever time of day that is, some, that's various through the day, what'd you have for breakfast? Oatmeal. (laughs) So so now that's what they, that's what they have every day. Mom makes them oatmeal. Well,
1: they're going to grow up strong and healthy, Frank.
0: They are doing well at that. I
1: mean, they're, they're eating oatmeal. They're working on the farm. They're going to turn out well.
0: Yes. Yes. That's for sure. They
1: got, they got parents that love them and they're homeschooled and just you know they're they're believers and it's just uh, they they're growing up in a great environment they
0: are they are and it, de- definitely definitely feel very blessed to have the opportunity to bring these kids up this way. And, and so uh, for sure. But yeah, my growing up was different because I didn't grow up on a farm. My dad was a truck driver. And um, other than a couple, mm-hmm. couple years that he worked on my uncle's farm uh, there, he came off the road for a couple of years and, and then we had to wait till chores were done to, to have Christmas, you know, so Christmas on the farm didn't mean near as much to me though. We got married and had our own children and, and things like that, but it was always the um, we 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 kind of decided or in, a, in a, earlier on when our kids started getting you know three four five years old that they knew we had to wait that next morning. So the night before, after we came home from candlelight service on Christmas Eve, you can open one present. So they always got to pick one present from under the tree to open up the night before, and um, mm-hmm. that that was always exciting for them. But um we were we were also blessed to have some wonderful neighbor friends uh Eric and Ann Nordell. They, uh, their family lived up in Boston so very often over Christmas they would go visit their family up there so we ended up not only doing our, our barn chores but then we had to go do their barn chores too for their horses and chickens and pigs and stuff. So oftentimes uh-huh. time it was, we were 11, in the morning. Till we were all done everything eating <laughs> breakfast, <laughs> um, it, but our kids loved it. It was just, you know, they, they, they learned to appreciate helping the neighbor and there was times Eric and Ann helped us quite a bit and we always appreciated that yes, back and forth. And so um, that was, that was always a, a fun time for us too. But um yeah, and it you know, I became a believer, gave my life to Christ after I became a farmer, and it that first Christmas or two after giving my life to Christ, it took on being a farmer a whole different aspect at Christmas time, you know, right. and and that especially Christmas Eve that doing that evening milking, you know, and as you fed all the cattle in the barn. I'll get emotional because it it really did hit me that hard feeding the cattle in the manger and stuff and then realizing that my savior (laughs) was born and laid in a manger in a barn.
1: Yeah, right, exactly. And
0: oh my goodness, did that take on a different meaning for Christmas for Mm -hmm. me.
1: And I yeah, couldn't. I couldn't understand
0: how people who weren't on a farm <laughs> could understand that.
1: So. <laughs> and, and and I guess in a lot of ways they don't fully appreciate that. Right. Right. You know the whole concept of, of Jesus being laid in the hay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: That's for sure. Yeah, I have
1: a little reading I want to I want to read here. Oh please. Um, yeah. Well, it's from 1981, the December issue of Farm Journal. I, I cut it out all those years ago, and it was a lady named Wanda Sanders. I have no idea where she's from, no idea whether she'd still be living today because that was 40 years ago. But it's called Feeding the Cows on Christmas Eve, and my wife Dolores just loves this story. I mean, she wants me to get it out every year and read it just because she just she loves it so much. I hated barn chores on Christmas Eve. They always interfered with an otherwise beautiful evening. Always the same pattern. Start the chores early, take a quick shower, get dressed and rush to the church in time for the children's Christmas pageant. How nice it would be not to go out to the barn just this one night, I thought as I headed out. I tried to make the work more tolerable by thinking about all the splendor of Christmas Eve, the beautiful sanctuary, the glow of candles, the majestic sound of the organ and the happy faces of people dressed in holiday finest. But best of all, Recreation of the Nativity. Darkness was approaching, yet the barn's open front let in enough light for me to quickly scatter the hay before the hungry cattle. Then I decided to throw down more hay for the morning, so I went back up the ladder and repeated the process. That's done, I said under my breath as I reached down for the ladder. In the darkness, my foot missed the top rung. My descent was swift but painless as I landed on the cushion of hay below. The hay felt soft and inviting to my weary body. I leaned back against the ladder and gazed at the scene before me. Silhouettes of cattle in a dimly lit stable, a manger full of hay. I heard the sounds of the cattle feeding, the coo of a pigeon, a dog barking in the distance, then silence. There was no scent of candles or evergreens, no Christmas carols or sprigs of holly. No festive table or gifts guaranteed to please. My nostrils were filled with the pungent smell of animals and the sweet aroma of hay. Only that and the humble silence of a stable. If Christ were to come as a babe tonight, I wondered, how many people would enter a barn to see him? Who would admit they knew a child who was born in a stable? Would anybody believe he was really the son of God? Would I? I shivered in the darkness. Stars twinkled in the eastern sky. I had hated to come to this lowly barn. Now I hesitated to leave. It's just a kind of a moving, thoughtful story there by Wanda Sanders, whoever she is. God bless her. God
0: bless her. That's for sure. Oh, wow. (laughs) You know what? I've never heard that. Uh, um, wow. And amazingly enough, I didn't know what you were going to say or read.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: I, I, yes, 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 yes. A hundred percent agree with her. I fully, fully understand. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's a beautiful,
1: beautiful story.
0: It is very much so. Very much so. That's for sure. Yes. And, and, and uh, that's it at Christmas time. Now it, it's just that time to count those blessings and how blessed we are. and As we look at this past year, you sit back and you start to say, "Oh, are we really blessed?" As you know, all these things have gone on, and we look at commodity prices, and we look at input prices, and we look at tragedies with weather and tornadoes and everything else. But God is with us, you know, and we truly are blessed. And we just—I know for me, I need to take my time of uh, turn off the news and don't read all the social media stuff that's out there and just say this is <laughs> this is not about any of this it's about a savior born in a manger
1: well i think the best way to start your day is, is with your bible not yes. your phone.
0: yes we do i 100 <laughs> percent agree with that 100 percent agree with uh, that. yes
1: that's for sure well maybe in closing here just to wrap this up today frank we just have a a christmas prayer for everyone we could do that. Would you like to lead us yeah. in that prayer? I'd be happy to. Please do. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for the times that we can share together. Just grateful for the electronic means by which we can reach into each other's lives. But above all, Lord, we just want to look to you and thank you for yourself, that you are our God, and you love us with an everlasting love, and you in that love and mercy have reached out to us in our sinful state, our helplessness to be able to, to redeem us through your son, Jesus Christ. So we just want to thank you father for this special time of the year when we remember the birth of our savior and just the the simple knowledge that you have come for us. We couldn't find our way out, but Jesus is that light that opens the path and brings us to you. So we just pray that Christmas blessing, Upon each one who's listening, Lord, and just asking that all of us might truly know and love and honor honor the Savior, Jesus Christ, in whom we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen to that. That's for sure.
1: Yes, for sure. So. Okay, well, thank you, everyone, for listening, and Merry Christmas to you, and Merry Christmas to you, Frank, and your family.
0: And yes, and the same to you, and I will I will say the same to all of our listeners. Merry Christmas to you, and again, we just so heartfeltly thank you for listening to us and uh, following us, and we are very excited about some things coming up in the year ahead. And we promise we will do another podcast real soon to catch everybody up on where life's taking us and taking our ministry and all that kind of stuff. And
1: um, Merry Christmas. Yes, indeed.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the the Faith of Our Farmers podcast. Faith of Our Farmers. You can find links to this week's podcast on our Facebook page under the podcast section. If you'd like to get a hold of us, there's two ways you can do that. You can get a hold of us first through our Facebook page. Uh, send us a message that way. There's also an email button on our Facebook page. You can email us at faithofourfarmers at gmail.com. If you know someone in ag that has a great testimony to share, or if you know of a ministry that combines ministry work along with agriculture work that you'd like us to feature, or if you just have a good topic you'd like us to talk about, please get a hold of us, either through Messenger or through our email address. And lastly, and most important, if you're searching out there today and wondering about a, a faith walk with Jesus may we suggest you go to this website, needhim.org. That's N-E-D-H-I-M dot O-R-G. On that website, you can find a lot of good information about how to start a walk with Jesus, or if you are currently walking in the faith and have some Jesus and questions, or if you are currently walking in the faith and have some struggles and questions, this website is a great place, great resource to go to. Again, that's N E D H I M dot O R G. Thanks a lot, and God bless till we talk next time. See you later.